0: On today's episode, last week we looked at which players should you buy. This week, which players should you sell? It's going to be interesting. I'm Avery Huffman. I'm here with Nathan Schmidt. Hello. And Simon Denny. Hey, welcome back. Welcome to Dynasty Domain. All right, let's get into it. So, uh, we got a jam packed week this week. Obviously, I can anticipate some heated debate with some of these players already because we've talked about some of these off camera, some of these guys we think we're going to sell, and uh, we don't always agree on some of this stuff, but um, it's going to be fun. We're going to try to give you some good advice for uh, how you should be moving forward with some of these players that we think may be overvalued um, or we just may not be super high on. But before we get into that, um, we're going to look at some trade scenarios or just one trade scenario. We're going to do our trade scenario of the week
1: here. Uh, Simon, what's our trade scenario of the week all right so this is actually a trade that went down last week after episode one and uh josh palmer who is one of the players i said you should go out and buy yeah he was why i did exactly that and i traded for tua and josh palmer and i sent the 108 and the 305 to get him so what are our initial thoughts boys well okay and then also keep in mind um Eight-team
0: league. So this is in our league. This is our eight-team league. We all three play in this league. Uh, so even the 305 is technically like... Late second. It's a late second yeah. in a 12-team league. And, and so so most of the time we're talking about a 12-team league on here. But right now, um, since it's an eight-team league, it's a little bit different. Third Early third-round picks are valued just a little bit differently. Yeah. So off the top of my head, I, I remember when I saw this, um, and, and as someone who's not super duper high on Tua, but is also su- not super-duper high on the draft class this
2: year,
1: Yeah,
0: I didn't ex- exactly know what to think at first. Nathan, what, did, what was your first thought when you saw this?
2: I was in pain inside for whoever actually accepted that first and third. Um, you, you said it was a 22 first.
1: It was a 22 first and a 22 third, yeah. So uh, they're this, that, year, they're, yeah, uh, they're this yeah. year.
2: Yeah. Uh, anyone who knows me well, um, and for, for those of you who are maybe listening for the first time, uh, I am not a fan of the 2022 class. I love 2023. Um, the fact that someone took a singular 22 first and a late second by giving up a starting quarterback who I don't love, but is no. worth more than... Being paired with Josh Palmer for a first and third, yeah, that it it was so painful for me. I was thrilled for whoever took Palmer into a but good gracious, which was Simon. Good job, yeah, that Simon. was me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh my gosh, it's a good GM move. But I
0: will say, I, I uh, we might be overvaluing Josh Palmer just a little bit because we no, had right. we had him as a buy. So I mean, from a value perspective right now, he's not actually you know worth he, we are valuing him higher than other people obviously so well, we've got to take that into consideration and as far as Tua, Tua goes like I mean we don't know how long Tua is going to be the starting QB in Miami Oh I mean, I mean, you're right especially Th- with all these trade rumors that have been happening for a year now Deshaun
2: Watson yeah
0: now from a value perspective you're right Nathan who, he probably could have gotten more out of Simon and yeah. for Josh Palmer and Tua, like I mean, Tua was uh, although he wasn't spectacular, he's he's number one a starting QB, and that's the most important thing because you know the the potential for production is going to be there, and and just that alone, like and it's just the same thing with Jimmy G. If Jimmy G goes somewhere and starts, he's worth something, right? Yeah, right. And, and,
2: and, and, and Tua's the Tua the same way.
1: And he has a new offensive coordinator from the Niners, right? Yeah, and a new head coach. Yeah, yeah and a I like that. O yeah. like,
2: C is the head coach. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah,
1: yeah. so He's, that's a that's it. a great fit, especially with a player like Jalen Waddle. You can see a comparison between Jalen Waddle and Debo
2: Samuel. I I do believe that this year with the new coach, though, um, obviously Brian Flores was not sold on Tua. Yeah. Um, with this new head coach from the Niners, I think this will be a make or break year for Tua. Yeah, so um, whether he will be a starting quarterback for. Uh, five-plus years, or if he will be benched during or after this year.
0: So, obviously, the Dolphins bringing in Mike McDaniel from the 49ers, which is another Shanahan uh, coaching tree hire. Yeah. So what do you guys think of that? I actually like Mike McDaniel, uh, but I, I will think. admit the, the a lot of – what I know about him is based on what I've seen in press conferences, and his press conferences are hilarious, but but I mean, like I said, these people who have come out of ultimately the Mike Shanahan coaching tree have, have gone on to eventually do fairly well. I mean, you've got uh, Kyle Shanahan, and you've got LaFleur, and you've got... Um, Sean McVay, uh, and now you've got Mike McDaniel. So I mean, it's four guys right there, and and you know I'm sure you've seen the thing on social media where they're all four on the same coaching staff at once on the Redskins. All four of those coaches were on the Redskins.
2: Missed out on all, excuse me. Football team missed out on no. The Commanders. commanders. Yeah, there you go.
0: That's going to take a little bit to get used to. Oh boy.
1: What do you think of that? Oh, the uniforms are cool. I I think they look like XFL uniforms. They
2: should have done Red Wolves, but yeah, I think I like Red Wolves. Red Wolves. It's
1: not cool. bad, though. I mean, it's better than football team. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the old helmets, though, with the numbers on the side. Kind of like they, the, they yeah.
2: did. The, yeah. the uniforms look classy. I like them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I think, I think as far as the trade scenario goes, um, a week with an, a weak draft class, like like, the, and you know, I say weak, and obviously there are going to be some studs that come out of here that we're not seeing. But overall, I mean, it's pretty generally accepted at this point that this draft class yeah. is, is not near as strong as a as a draft class like twenty twenty three. Exactly, no. and
1: so essentially, slated. I'm giving up the eighth pick for Tua and the twenty first pick for Josh Palmer, and I think that's a that's a good. Well, it's, it's yeah, yeah, now, for you. now uh, keep, trade, keep trade
2: cut. So this is uh, the opinions of the people, and uh, it's actually interesting to me that Team Two, which I entered as the pick uh, 104 mid four or mid first and a late second, which is equivalent to an eight team uh, early third, is actually winning the trade. It, it was the one by a lot. Who which, by world, a which lot. side is winning? Uh, the team that's getting the picks. It, it was the 108 the not, first not the 104 the 108 the team you know, getting you, the 108 and you know why it's, it's what
0: i said at the beginning it's because they're not valuing josh Pullman like we are
1: yeah right although I, we th- we might think it's a good move i i still would give the 108 straight up for tua i mean he's especially this year the 2022 108 for tua i think that's that's better than that's what probably you're be that's probably this year. fair
2: i i'm the last person to say i love tua but man if i have him on my team i'm trying to get more Yeah, and I I flipped him today.
0: We can talk about that another time. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. Yeah, Yeah. he ultimately got flipped. But, um, yeah, there you go. That's our trade scenario of the week. Um, Actually, to be honest with you, we had uh, quite a few in our league. The league that we're referring to and we mostly refer to at the moment – um like I said it's an 18 team league. Uh we have had some some pretty crazy um offers and some accepted deals this week, but we're going to try to get into at least one of those a week so we can kind of give you guys a unique perspective on um how things are going in that league and and, and how we think we're grading trades and how we think you should grade our trades. So, uh with that being said, let's go ahead and move on. We're going to get into dynasty cells
2: Oh my gosh, can I just say how excited I am about this? I mean, I literally today and really through Throughout the week, we had to stop talking about football, which is what we love, because it always ended up leading to the cells, which is what we're spending I- at least an hour talking about today. It's yeah. gonna, it's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm really excited. And like it's I said, like I said, we have talked about a lot of these players off camera, and. Let's just say, oh, microphone. yeah, w- we've like pulled out the boxing gloves for some of these. Play- I mean, like we, we yeah. really heavily disagree on, especially some of this. me. Uh, so, absolutely. so, so, but with that being said, I think, I think and what usually happens with most of these discussions, as far as when we're, we're coming to you with a buy or a sell is usually we can all find a middle ground with these guys. Like as far as where they're being valued and what you're trying to get for them. Usually we end up agreeing at the end of the day on that part of it. Now, you know, as far as whether they're a buy or whether they're a sell. We may not always agree, um, but like I said, it is good to have some um, alternative views, and we are trying to get you to make some good moves for your dynasty team. So we're going to
1: kick this off, and Simon, I'm going to have you go first. So who's your first guy? Yeah. Um, I think this one's going to be a, a really interesting conversation because he's, he's a big name. He's heavily valued right now, and it's actually A.J. Brown, the wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. Interesting. Old. And um, old. right now... He's valued as the wide receiver three on keep, trade, cut. And I think he's somewhere around 15 overall in Dynasty. I mean, he, he, he's pretty,
0: people, pretty much everybody considers him wide receiver three. I mean, it, not that I'm saying that's where I would put him, but I mean, if I'm looking at rankings, um, in multiple rankings across, you know, people who are doing this, yeah. people are putting AJ Brown as a wide receiver three. So yes. why would you sell so him,
2: so Why would this you sell is, somebody? This like is that? wide receiver three, him being behind Jamar Chase and Jim Justin Jefferson. Yes, correct. And then ahead of CD Lamb.
1: Yeah, ahead of C.D. Okay. Lamb, Debo Samuel, I've, J. I've seen he, he jumps I've seen ahead of C.D. Lamb. I've seen C.D. Lamb in the 6-7 range recently. Yes, I have too. That's interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah. so k- let's clarify. A sell does not mean we do not like this player, right? A sell just yeah, means absolutely. you Solid. can get more out of them now than you think they're actually worth. So right now I'm saying you're getting wide receiver 3 value out of A.J. Brown, and I think he really deserves somewhere in the wide receiver 6 or 7. I would still have... Jalen Waddle, CeeDee Lamb, and Debo Samuel over him. I don't know about you guys. I don't know about the public. Apparently, they think he's wide receiver three, but that's all subject to change, so I would sell him, and I have a lot of reasons for that, and we can get into it, but I'd like hear your opinions first.
0: I don't know. I don't think I'm selling AJ Brown at this point. I mean, he could be as close to quarterback proof as you can get, because you gotta, I mean, I I do understand the argument. Ryan Tannehill's not a good quarterback. We'll we'll see. I I have some, and and you guys know, and, and our listening audience, you know, you'll get to know very quickly. Um, we are not gonna say many positive things about the Titans because we don't really like We're them. Colts fans. Yeah. So it, it's oh. don't really like Tannehill. I thought it was hilarious uh, when he threw a pick in the for in the first play of the playoff game. And then and then I got mad when everybody compared him to Carson Wentz. So um, <laughs> but I do get what you're saying. I he's not the best quarterback. S- yeah. But situationally, Tennessee is in a really good spot, they right? They are, now. yeah. Uh, I don't think variables going anywhere for a no, while. He won't. He's and a good coach. they've got assault. You, I mean good. I I just think that' If something were to happen to Tannehill, they would be in a good position to bring in somebody else that would be able to take advantage of A.J. Brown's strengths. You've seen what he can do when given opportunity.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. I I have some pretty compelling stats in here. I'll see what you think.
0: But I also I also think, and and before you even say any of it, because you always you you are kind of
1: notorious for for pulling out these random stats. Random
2: loves his stats. He loves them. They come from uh, not necessarily an
1: actuarial science. I gotta know about stats. Not necessarily random, I guess, but like. Just thinking that
0: those stats Are somehow going to correlate With their performance It doesn't right. Sometimes well, Their fantasy performance I, I, I'm a numbers guy Valid. too I'm a numbers guy too Uh,
1: Sometimes numbers do lie You, you know No ES- you're right Absolutely. ESPN has the numbers never lie show Absolutely. And that's actually not true Carson Wentz I mean he threw How many interceptions this year and he could have thrown off. He threw. He threw six. Leading.
2: He threw six. Two of which were in the last game. So he really almost, he basically threw four. That's ridiculous. Okay. Well, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers threw,
1: threw two. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, not counting the first game. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. I'm so gonna so go I'm gonna get started. So yeah. I'm what what I was
0: saying. I'm not probably selling AJ Brown. Um, the fact that you. And I don't know about you, Nathan, but the fact that you two might be makes me actually want to buy A.J. Brown because I do think he's valued there. And, and your stats probably aren't going to change my mind, but let's hear it. Okay. I would love to hear
1: Alright, so in 2020, we'll start on a game basis, right? In 2020, A.J. Brown played 14 games. This year, he played 13. In 2020, he had 106 targets. This past season, he had 105. But with pretty much the same amount of targets let's just say he had the same amount of targets last year he had 1075 yards 11 touchdowns and 17.7 fantasy points per game this year he only had 869 yards five touchdowns and 13.9 fantasy points per game that's a big dip on one fewer target right
0: okay sure but to be fair Although he had one fewer target, I think it's pretty widely accepted that he
1: wasn't near as healthy this year as he was last year. He wasn't at full strength either year, but this year he was really banked up. He was. So are you willing to buy him? He seems to be pretty injury prone. I mean, He played 13 games. Was it... I think... We looked earlier. I think six of those, he really didn't even play. He was playing around 50% of the snaps or... And not playing his full workload.
2: His injury history, I would argue, um, is more scary to me than even Debo Samuel, um, just because of A.J. Brown um, has had some history with knee injuries and uh, knee sprains, uh, stuff with his chest, which is just odd. Uh, it just weird, weird stuff like that. Debo has much more common injuries that I would expect from a guy um, of his caliber. It's more, it's more groin, it's more hamstring because he's just so fast, so quick. It's Sometimes wear and tear. It's it's it's, it's wear and tear, um, and you can work that stuff out. But AJ Brown, uh, I, I will validate what you're saying with that. Is it is a bit scary?
1: Yeah, and um, I mean he, he's historically he's elite. I mean, his efficiency over his first two seasons was incredible. Even this year, he had the ninth highest target share and third highest air yard share through only 13 games. And like we said, all 13 of those weren't full games. So he's he's a very good wide receiver. I'm not saying he's a bad player. But again, he he wasn't producing this year like he was before. And some people might blame that on Ryan Tannehill. And, and Nathan, we were just discussing this earlier. And you said that. And that... That made me realize. Well, maybe I should give this some some second thoughts, and so I picked Cooper Cup, the best receiver in the league this year, and I compared some of their quarterback stats. A.J. Brown, his target quality rating was 5.45 this year. Cooper Cup's was 5.7. That's very close. I mean, that's as close. What's as you that out of? Ten. What did so, you so say that was? Target quality rating. Target quality rating. It's on prayer playerprofiler.com They have a lot of these stats. I, that's where I got okay. the rest of these. Gotcha. <laughs> you um, should
2: see Avery's face right now. Well, I he's rolling I, listen, his and, eyes. And, and, you know, Simon is digging in the weeds I, I, for stats oh, like this. No, absolutely I, I'm,
0: I'm twelve weeks away from a math degree, so I'm a numbers guy too. And yeah. I'm a, I'm very I'm very statistics heavy as well. And I love analyzing uh, data. I'm, that's what I'm gonna do for my career but some
1: of this stuff I just I don't know where you get it from I, I and honestly like I don't even see how that matters well I'm saying so a lot of people are saying well AJ Brown is not as efficient this year because his quarterback isn't good okay but I'm saying he's he's. so yeah, you tried same. to find a stat to back that yeah, up yeah so I'm saying it's their fair. quarterback play is very similar and they're not producing on the same level at all do you think there's any chance you're overanalyzing Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'm just supporting.
2: Let's 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 look at some of uh, AJ Brown's game log this year well, too, here, because I, yeah. just just to counter a this. bit of what you're saying, I mean, yes, he he played 13 games this year, more injuries. But again, if you look at some of the games he's putting up, it was bad. He, Some of them are bad, but other games he's having uh, he's has 11 targets, 10 receptions, 155 yards in week eight against (laughs) the Colts. Um, They play San Fran in week 16. He has 16 targets, 11 receptions, 145 yards and one touchdown. That's 26 points. And he's uh, he had about 200 yards. Receiving less this year, and he played one less game. So really, he's just one more game away from doing exactly what he did last year. Um, and and I, uh, I don't know it. Okay, think about think about this also hard, with AJ Brown. It's hard for me to say that he's. A sell when he's been doing the same thing that he did last
1: year. Yeah, but do you really want a player who the can only injury, give you thirteen or right. fourteen games a year? Right. And, and even listen to this, he's and he's inconsistent as well. I can, yeah, he's extremely inconsistent. Three he, games of in, less than ten points. No, it was seven games. Well, three
2: straight games of less oh, than three. 10 points. Yes.
1: So he played thirteen games. Seven out of those thirteen were with less than ten points in our half PPR league. That's that's pretty rough. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not. You great. don't know what you're getting from him. He's it, he's injury prone, and I like to AJ Brown. Him. It it's right. not difficult to start him. You have to start him every week,
2: but, right. but that's what that's what makes week. it difficult, is it's it's kind of like the issue that I came across this past year is starting Tyreek Hill is a no brainer. Mm-hmm. You have to start him. He Absolutely. will at times get you forty points. He also will at times get you five.
1: Yes. And he oh, will yeah.
2: be the reason that you lose a game and he will also be the reason that you win a I game. Don't I, lost I don't think AJ Brown's playoffs.
1: I don't think AJ I don't think AJ fifteen games I, had less than ten points. He he
2: was playing like more than 60% of the snaps in uh in a in a 3 week span and he scored like 5 12 and then he goes 23 26 and then he goes 6 two, seven, so what's and then he's hurt what's his floor what was his floor the well, two well I mean, 0.3 okay i'm, I'm not he, just well we're not we're not, played played 12% 12% the, we're not we're not we're not going to count the point three game. He played 12% because that was when they played the colts and he was out after I'm the not first and quarter. I'm not even saying one game I'm just
0: saying like you know look at look at his stats what is his what is historically what's his floor like yeah
1: no, AJ Brown's a very good because player. I think
0: Tyreek Hill although he has a way higher ceiling also has a super duper low floor.
1: Right. Yeah, he does. Right. And I don't think, I, wouldn't, I would I would say AJ Brown's
0: out. a little bit I would put him as more consistent than than Tyreek Hill
1: from a every week production. Standpoint. Yeah, I mean and last and, and last and again, year he had 17.7 points per game. That's that was 6th in the league among, among wide receivers, but this year he was a wide receiver 3, 26th in the league among among wide receivers. And and that's something where are we really going to value 26th wide receiver at wide receiver three in dynasty? I, I just, I can't get on board with that. I don't that. know. I, I mean, I let's let, let also, notches. Let,
2: let's also remember, I mean, even Justin Jefferson and Jamar chase who are valued ahead of him have had bum games. This they year. have. And every wide receiver comes with bum games because wide receivers are a dime a dozen and they have off weeks because other receivers on their team do yeah. better. And, and you, you have to also talk but about that. That's the injuries, why, again, though, like you said, the injuries are definitely, scary and might be why you want to sell
1: that's it. why you want these justin jefferson cooper cup Devonte adams because they don't really give you those bum games they're a wide receiver one in a ma- in a large majority of their games and aj brown isn't even getting half right. of his games over 10 points and, and i get this is this is one season and this say, is it's this a season small season. sample it is a size. small
2: sample also the titans even though they had the one seed this year i don't even know well, how l- they did they their offense was just bad
1: I I like AJ Brown. I I don't I don't want, we're right. arguing about whether he's good or not.
2: No, but listen,
0: this is and and I think the injury the injury argument is probably the best argument you have.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But think just just bear with me. Think about the Titans' offense for a minute. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's I mean that no, 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 you right. have to consider the, that right? the right, biggest right. threat they have but outside of AJ Brown is Julio Jones, no, and he might not even be back. But it's, this not, year. Even, but it's like not even. But it's not even that. He's like a he's like Andre Johnson. After his prime, which he, was nothing. But it's not even that. Think
0: You need to think about Derrick Henry. Yeah. I, I know. Because Derrick Henry yeah. is getting a historic amount of carries. He is most, if not dang near all, of the Titans' offense. Or at least was this year when he was healthy. Right. And... That's obviously cutting into the passing game. So if we're selling AJ Brown now, think about three years from now when when Derrick Henry's Henry's gone. gone.
1: I don't know. Last year in Derrick Henry's two thousand yard season, he was
2: seventeen point seven points per game, and that's incredible considering the amount of touches. and 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 now you and then
0: you just named why people are valuing him at wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. right. No, I understand. So so think about what he can do when when they're running even twenty five percent more passing plays.
2: Yeah, because he was getting sixteen targets in one
0: game. I'm, I don't think I'm going to get with you on this one because okay. be, I'm just thinking long term with Derrick Henry and it's in like, the Titans' offense and how that's going to look <laughs> in five years. Like, there's a very right. good chance AJ Brown's going to get the majority share of their targets and in a five years, quarterback.
1: If you can look that long term with him and his injuries, right? Yeah, but yeah. the injury uh, argument is, is your best the one. Big. Let's big let's just say you could get T Higgins in a second for AJ Brown. Are you taking that? Was well, just a mid-range second, or Brandon Ayuk in the one twelve?
2: No, I'm taking AJ Brown. Yeah, I Absolutely. mean, I'm probably
0: I am. Although I like I like Brandon Ayuk, so that one would tempt me a little bit more. I don't know. I I still think I'm taking AJ Brown in these. You guys,
2: I, I'm the only way I'm selling AJ Brown is I is if I'm getting pick wise something worth two firsts and then some.
0: I mean, that's what he's worth right now. That's what right he's now. being valued at right now. And that is what I would so say. So if, if you're going to sell him, that's why I'm saying I want to sell him for that price. Price. Yeah. No, I agree with you. So if yeah. we're going listeners, if we're going to tell you to sell AJ Brown, that's what you need to get. Yeah. I, I would say if you're not, not getting. Too it, late first. No, too I, mid to early first. And I think if you're not getting that much, I would not sell AJ Brown. No. So would you sell AJ Brown for less than
1: that? No, I wouldn't. Okay. I'm saying I would sell him for that right now because I don't think he's worth that.
0: Okay. Fair. I would say if you're getting that in return, then that's the long sell. Yeah. There you go. Okay. That's all right cool. yep well, that How was that on? was fun let's move on oh boy all right i'm gonna do my first one um i actually kind of had a hard time coming up with some of these but this one was really easy for me and we're going to talk a lot about this one too because i'm definitely selling gabe davis <laughs> well,
2: 100
0: and i don't and after we talk about this i really don't think you'll be able to disagree with me in fact i've already th- i think you kind of come around to where i'm coming I from i just on this. love babe davis well and so that's the thing this is another player babe where davis, S- simon yeah. is is You're really invested emotionally in a player so every time i mention that he might be a, says, oh, no. so baby davy though yeah i, oh, I that doesn't really the nicknames don't really do it for me no but oh. looking at gabe davis real quick just in just an overall um, perspective here he's he's 22 so he's obviously super young he's uh drafted in the fourth round it, he's only played for two years He came out of Central Florida, uh, so not an SEC school by any means, but he's a big guy. He's 6'3", 213. So he's got the size, um, and he's obviously got the upside. Nobody's arguing that Gabe Davis has the upside because we all saw the playoff game. I'm going to get
1: that out there right now. Best playoff game of all time. It was a great game.
0: That was one game. You you have his value spiking on such a small sample size. That is the definition of a sell. Listen to this. So he got I mean he got as low as wide receiver eighty four two months ago, and he's up to wide receiver thirty three, and he jumped about twenty of those spots after, after one, one game, game
2: against Kansas City's secondary. Yeah, who was it was garbage. Who was garbage that entire game because yeah. Josh Allen was showing them. Yeah, Josh Allen's uh,
1: amazing and Gabriel Davis is playing with him, which is why you want him. You want a piece of the Bills offense. But he, there's a lot of pieces of that Bills offense that are going to get targets before Stephon he does.
2: Stefon Diggs. And
0: Here, and here's the thing. Like I think Gabriel Davis has had fairly good opportunities in the last even even last year at the end of the year or even this year. He got I'm looking at his uh snap count. From week fourteen on, the lowest he got was seventy one percent of the snaps, and then a- every other game other than that, he was above eighty three percent. So he got plenty of snaps near the end of the year. He didn't exactly produce. The one like monster game he had this year was against the Jets, and this year, yeah, this year because they played the Jets twice, yeah, and he had a hundred and five yards. Yes. <laughs> yes. But he had 105 yards on three receptions. Oh, yeah, on 52% of the snaps. Right. So, e- even then, I mean, in the second Jets game, he got 14 targets. He had three receptions.
1: Yeah, that was... Did you watch that game live? He looked bad in that game. He, had, those, he hasn't necessarily those looked good all season. Yeah, but my argument would be Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders aren't going to be back, so he'll be the wide receiver, too, in Buffalo. And do you want Gabriel Davis when he's playing about 80% of the snaps? I I personally think I would want that. I I think I I agree with you. I think right now, what he's being valued at, you want to capitalize on that value. Yeah. But, but, but that, that's, that's that, that definitely does out. not mean Gabriel Davis is the wide receiver eighty-three or whatever you said he is. He's more no, valuable. It's than
0: never that. as bad as it seems, and it's also no. never as good as it seems. So he's no, probably right. he's, a he's Probably right somewhere in the middle of the road. And the reason, and yeah, he's a sell because because his value skyrocketed after one game. After one game, that, which was an incredible game. So so so, so here's what I, here's what I'm thinking as far as is Gabriel Davis, and I'm even looking at the depth chart, and I don't know if this depth chart is is up to date, but but the depth chart they have, uh, the Bills have
1: actually has Gabriel Davis. Starting? Did he not start? No, no, no. He what? He was not. No. If you look at his snap percentage, he's getting thirty-two percent, twenty-nine percent, forty-three. He w- He was not. He was the wired receiver four for, for Listen, a majority
0: of the year. And and it's like this with every player. I like Gabriel Davis. Yes, Absolutely. I do not dislike him. Right. He is Same. the definition of a dynasty fantasy ball cell. If you if you can get the right price now, obviously if somebody yep. is looking at Gabe Davis and and not willing to give you what like what. People, other people are valuing him as, then you probably just hold on to him. Yeah, no, you're right. But I'm looking at the the 30 day change for Gabriel Davis, and it, it literally. So I'm looking at the guys around him plus two, plus six, minus two. He's plus 29. He's jumped 29 spots. Is that on the month? Just in the receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. one game. It, because so, of one game, he jumped because he had
2: not to say that he broke somebody's games, ankles. Yeah, not not to oh, say that, that playoff games can't that. carry over into the next regular season. But again, I mean. No, you're oh. right. Uh, look now, at Leonard now, Fournette. Yeah, look at Leonard Fournette. That that is that is a solid case. Yeah. No, he's a sell
1: right now. You're right. But what would you be looking to get for Gabriel Davis? Well, look at the guys he's being valued
0: around. So I'm going to read some guys just okay. right above Ga- Ga- Gabe Davis. And uh, so this, and this is the wide receivers 27 through you know 32 ish, and he's at 33. You've got Marquise Brown. Yeah,
2: I'll take I'm Marquise. I'm taking, taking Marquise all day.
0: Darnell Mooney. All I'll take day. Mooney. Amari Cooper? Uh, seven times out of Coop? ten. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Yep. I, I think Coop is I'd take half Coop's twenty seven. Yeah. No, not what, what about um Hunter Renfro?
1: I'm not, obviously, I'm not obviously, so sure obviously Renfro that. had a good season this year, he, but some people having Darren Waller cell. was out most of the time because I've, of the Josh Raiders,
2: McDaniels alone. I'm taking Gabriel Davis.
0: There are guys underneath Gabe Davis though that I would even take over Gabe Davis. Kadarius Tony. Kedarious Tony's right I, I, I would him. take. Oh, I'm Davis. taking.
2: I'm taking Tony. That's that's what I was going to talk about. So we we posted that on, on Twitter or we tweeted that Kadarius Tony or Gabe Davis, and oh my gosh, it was I, half and I, half. It, it, it was half and half, but I'm I'm going Tony, and, and if you think about it. You take that one playoff game away from G- Gabe Davis, are you taking Tony or are you taking Gabe Davis? I'm, I'm still taking Tony. Gabe Davis. Has not if you take the one playoff
0: game away? He's still ranked in the 80s. Yeah, no, and,
1: and he's it's not, yes and it's, it's, it's he's not even 50s. close.
2: You're taking Tony every Check single January, time yeah, yeah, over okay, Gabe fair, Davis. I'm I'm taking Kadarius Tony, and I'm paying a little bit more than what he's worth because he is a freak athlete. Like guys, I, yeah. I'm talking <laughs> like equivalent to freak athlete. No, Tyreek Hill. He, like he we, is we said this that last week. Insane.
1: Tony's a buy. But I I still think I would take Gabe Davis because he's playing with Josh Allen. This is like sometimes you take a, a wide receiver that's a little bit worse because of their quarterback. You took them because they were on the Bucks yeah. or they were on the Chiefs. That's not that's not the worst argument ever. Or I've they were heard. on the Rams and they're playing with these elite quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Still, Kadarius Tony's under Gabe Davis.
0: Who else? Guys like Michael Thomas. Yeah, I'll take MT. Thank you. Or, yeah, are you kidding me? Uh even Tyler yeah. Lockett like I had Tyler Lockett on my team last year, and his production was now you know
1: who's going to be his quarterback next ride. year.
2: Game production is
1: yeah. Oh. He's he saw it. It's it's worse than AJ Brown. Um, yeah yeah. Lockett? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so inconsistent. He was very you good. You got to embrace it though, because he 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 really lights I'm it up. Ta- I'm still
0: I'm still taking Lockett over Gabe Davis. Yeah. Okay. I'm still taking even Juju is ranked quite a few. I'll, still I'll take Juju. Juju. Davis. I'm going Juju. Yeah, I'm going Juju too. Why would you not?
2: Get, you see, this is, even you're overvaluing himself. Who, who's going to be Juju's quarterback? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy G would be an upgrade from what they had. Over Josh Allen to Gabe Davis. First of all, he didn't even play. I mean, he was on IR. A Juju, I
1: know. He was, a, he was incredible for his first two years. He's a proven and wide receiver. And
0: Juju's still only 25 years old. Oh, I know. He's not old. And I'm not a Juju stan, but I'm a Gabe Davis. For stan, him to be wide it. receiver 39 and Gabe Davis at 33, that is a crime. Sorry. And even yep. Michael Gallup. Hey, Juju he, on my dad. Even, listen, even, like Mike, him. even Michael Gallup. at I would take Gallup over Gabe Davis any day because Gallup's going to go somewhere else and he's going to have more targets, a lot more targets than he did in Dallas. That's,
2: that's where I'd disagree with you.
0: Why would you disagree with that?
2: Because Gabe Davis is a lock number two wide receiver now for the Bills where Josh Allen is slinging it all day.
0: Okay, but Michael Gallup's a free agent.
2: And Michael Gallup could end up on the Jets
0: but even then you're going to buy somebody like that before they get to their new team because once they get that's there that's
2: true he's a, he's a cheaper buy than Gabe Davis honestly
0: michael Gallup is the perfect guy for a contender to bring in to help like, even like the colts the colts could bring in michael Gallup and he would be their number 2 receiver and he would be a lot worth a lot more than he was in the cowboys that's, that's true i mean yeah. i in people I, my, for me michael galp hey, is I a, like that. is a buy Let's, yeah, let's go get Michael Gallup. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. you never know what Chris Ballard's going to do. He, he, Chris Ballard he, he type a Chris Ballard-type move, though. Didn't he, he just tear his buy.
2: He'd, he'd sign him to a one-year contract. And anyways, that's well, on anyway, topic. Let's move let's on. Let's move on. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so my first sell that I have is... Um, oh, man, I'm excited for this one. I'm about to rip on this poor player. Jalen Hurts. Uh, we we touched on this a little bit last week when I was talking about Jalen Rager as a buy. Um, currently, Jalen Hurts, yes, he is equivalent To a 2023 first-round pick, please, please, if you have Jalen Hurts on your roster right now, get him off now and get that 23 first. It's... It's not even a question for me. Jalen Hurts is bad. Um, not even mentioning the fact, well, I am, that he got beat out by Tua in college, <laughs> who was not even good. Um, his true completion percentage is 66.9% and a true passer rating of 66.5. Both of those, yes, they are 31st in the NFL. His catchable pass rate, that's catchable passes, 74.3%. That's uh, 39th. In the NFL, oh uh, that may not. have been a typo. I think that's 29th. Excuse me, that's 29th in the NFL. Did you I, say thirty nine? Yeah, my bad. Okay, I mean, <laughs> 39 QBs, I guess that ca- Yeah, I guess that would be a catchable catch- pass still, rate of 74.3 <laughs> percent. That means over a quarter of his passes are uncatchable. That's almost as good as the goat Mike Glennon. Uncatchable 38.9 percent is his pressure completion rate. That is 25th. That's bad. Um, 68.8 percent. In a clean pocket. That's that's like the expectation of a solid starting quarterback is What's that you complete your passes yeah. in a clean
0: pocket. Okay, but to be fair, and, and I agree with you, but you also think about it, nobody's starting Jalen Hurts for his arm.
2: No, but... No, yes, that is true. You so were, I don't
0: really care about his passing stats okay. because if but, but, he were but, just but passing the ball, but I but that's wouldn't my start him. This is, this
2: is dynasty. His longevity as a quarterback, uh, as a um, as a yeah, as a quarterback no, in I the NFL. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah, is he's not going to be the starter. I'm on selling the Jalen Hurts now too.
0: The reason he has the value though is not because of his arm. No, you're he's right. He's like a
2: great value brand of Lamar Jackson because he can't make second and third reads. Well, and he can't. He can't even he throw a first. Can't make under first yeah, he can't he's even not make it first, no. it first. No, and it's, it's that bad. Um, so I, I agree. I, mean, you, I agree. You, with you both you. are agreeing with me. I don't yeah. know if there's really much more that needs to be no, said. No, there's not. And like is, it, it. If you can get two early seconds in a mediocre player, no, get, a, Hurts, get a first. Do it. Yeah, but get you, a can first. Still you should get push for a first. And you should be trying to get him off your roster asap because he's not going to be, uh, the starting quarterback for the. Eagles and in one. case you haven't heard, those, Sirianni those... made him look good because Sirianni well, yeah, is a good coach. He's, he's
0: awesome. And in case you haven't heard, those twenty twenty three picks are like gold.
2: They're more than gold. We're gonna get oh it. we're
0: geez. gonna get into that eventually. Yeah, I just awesome. got
1: myself another one today. He's literally like oh on boy. keep trade cut,
0: going for equivalent of a of a twenty twenty three first,
2: which <laughs> I'll take is that all bananas. Day. I, that is I mean nuts. The do that it that you can do it while you can first
0: is. Oh but boy. if you're you know, and another thing though, if you're a contender. It's not. It's not a crime for you to go out and get Jalen Hurts because he can't, he's should, he's probably going to start this year and he'll probably play all year. And although he can produce fantasy, and, and although he, he probably will, he was a very yeah. good fantasy player last year. Yeah, he he produced a lot. And although he might not be the quarterback in two years, if you're a contender, Absolutely. and you yes. are you Absolutely. are sure or almost sure that you're going to be going for a championship, Jalen Hurts can help you get there. And it's worth a first round pick to get somebody like that, yeah. especially if your quarterback room is weak. So. There is a scenario where you're not dumb for going to get Jalen Hurts. all. Yeah, he, he was at ninth all. quarterback overall in fantasy. Yeah, he was, he's a solid option. Good. Right. I think I think you raise a good point, though. I think the longevity argument with Jalen Hurts is probably the most concerning thing with him because he cannot throw the ball. He can't do it. He was bad at Alabama, and he wasn't great at Oklahoma.
1: He lost his
2: job at Alabama for it. Yeah. He literally got by a freshman
1: in the national championship game. By Tua. Yeah. But he had almost 800 rushing yards this year and 10 rushing
2: touchdowns and, and, see, and, that's, and that's what again say. and I just see you RG3 all over again. Yeah. I see RG3 all over again where he is so amazing for the first few years but he's even an off brand version of RG3 because RG was a top quarterback for 2 3 years. Yeah, uh, I get Jalen Hurts no, he's I'm he's not. Bare, I th- I think
0: we're not. with you. I just like I said, I think there's a reason Jalen Hurts still holds value. If you have him on your team yes. and you can't get a first get out of him, you a he a would. Consumer. I would probably keep him if you are really trying to rebuild. I would maybe take a little bit less than a first, but I, think, I still think he's worth a first, and I still think that any contender in your league will give you a first for him, and rightfully so. So while he's a sell, I still think I get why he has value, and I get why people would acquire him. So you're good either way. It just depends on your roster makeup and what position you're in in your league.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. We all agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We're on to my next one, and this is one of my favorite players. It's another big name, but man, I love this guy so much. It's Mark Andrews, the tight end one on the year, and I think he's a sell, and that hurts my heart to say so much. He finally toppled Travis Kelsey's streak as the tight end one after, what,
2: four years in a row? Uh, Four years, I believe, yes.
1: Yeah, and um, he jumped from 12.2 fantasy points per game in 2020 to 17.7 this last year. That's an incredible jump, but let's, let's jump into why that happened. And he only played 12 games with Lamar this year. Lamar Jackson was out for five games. Through the 12 games he played with Lamar, he had 14.3 points per game, which is still third in the league for tight ends. That's really good. But that was skewed with a 41.7-point game against the Colts week five. We all remember that one. That one hurt. That was the Monday night game. Can we not talk about this? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I will, we'll move on. That
2: was that, one that of was on four, my that was my birthday. That was one of oh, four losses that was the awful. Colts should have won, where it could have put him in the playoffs. Yeah, but, but anyways, they choked, he played so.
1: Mark Andrews played 12 games with Lamar. Six of those 12 games were under 12 points per game. So I mean, he's still a very good tight end one option, but without Lamar, this best. is where this is where. He really boosted his value. When, he, when Mark Andrews was playing without Lamar Jackson under center, he was averaging 24.4 fantasy points per game. That is incredible. That is, was,
2: you said this was when Lamar was gone. That was
1: when Lamar was not playing quarterback. 24.4 fantasy points because per game. Because Huntley
2: was doing a bunch of checkdowns to him that were less than He was yards. getting
1: insane numbers. 24.4 fantasy points per game would have been best in the league on the year. So he was the yeah. most for those for those five games. He was the most valuable player in fantasy. So when when
0: Lamar when Lamar comes back, Mark Andrews takes a step down. Who takes a step up? Mm, Hollywood Brown, yeah, and, and I'll get go. in actually, and
2: Dobbins. Yes, well, yeah. So actually, but I, from a that, receiving
0: standpoint, I don't think well, Dobbins I
2: mean, even from a receiving standpoint.
0: I, I don't think there's concrete. to we'll that. Yet. but
1: you know, you said Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown averaged sixteen point. I have this right here. Sixteen point one fantasy points per game with Lamar. As soon as he was gone, he went down to eight point eight. And that's a big drop. But all that to say, as much as I love Lamar, I mean, as much as I love Mark Andrews, he's amazing. I don't think he is the tight end one next year. I think he's still a top five tight end. He has been the last three years. But I think you capitalize on this at the end of the year with him having the title of tight end one in fantasy. And you sell him and you try to get something on top of that, whether that's... um, trading him Mark Andrews for TJ Hawkinson and some, or Goddard and some, or maybe put a little bit on top of Mark Andrews for Kyle Pitts. These are all things I'm trying to do right now. I have Mark Andrews and I love him, but I think you're trying to
2: give up Mark Andrews and get Kyle Pitts. Yes. Or, or,
1: you know, you just give up Mark Andrews and you get some on top because, you can. You can right now. Yeah. Now. You uh, have to be wise the, about it. The,
2: yeah. The one thing I would say is Mark, Mark Andrews is uh, 25, 26 years He's old. He's 26. 26 years old. That is quite young for a tight end of his caliber. Yes. Um, and he has many, many years ahead of him. Um, and I if I have him on my team... I am not in a rush to sell him. No, uh, absolutely. This is not like a Jalen Hurts issue for me. This is like, man, if I'm rebuilding and scrapping my team, Mark Andrews is one of those guys where someone will pay a king's ransom to get this guy because he has so many years of uh, promising production that he can give a team, and you have you can get so many picks and so many young guys for Mark Andrews that you can build on if you're a rebuilding team. If you are a contender, I would be very, very reluctant to sell Mark Andrews. Oh, Because yeah. he's one of the guys that... Well, you're here. a contender and you're selling Mark Andrews. Well, I
1: would always be reluctant yeah, to sell Mark s- Andrews. Whether you're rebuilding or a contender, Mark Andrews is a young... Productive tight end, but I'm saying he holds more value right now than I think he will a year from now. So capitalize on that. This is just a peak in his value. I'm not saying he's gonna skyfall. I'm saying he's a sell because right. he's being valued more than but, I think he w- will be otherwise. But
2: capitalizing on that could cost you a championship. It could this year. Yep. It could because let's say hypothetically you get Kyle Pitts out of Mark Andrews plus a lot, um, you. And Kyle Pitts, we're assuming that Kyle Pitts is not going to produce like Mark Andrews is going to next year yet, um, but that could cost you a playoff game. Good. That could cost you a championship. Are you, are you willing to give that up? Because at some point, you've you've got to stop making future trades and yeah. making some win now trades exactly. because that's the point of dynasty football is but, you you win. You but still want to win. Mark yeah. Andrews,
1: the his difference with and without. Lamar Jackson he was scoring 9.5 points per game more without Lamar Jackson than he was with him and that's only this year right that's that's this year okay again small sample size but that that bumped him up so much. that is
2: an interesting note that Tyler Huntley did almost better with Mark or Mark Andrews did better with Tyler Huntley than he did with Lamar yes that's because Lamar is running the ball more Lamar is making Reads, yes. it's easy he's to make reads down with tight ends that are doing short slants. He's got the arm to make bigger plays, he's got the arm to make plays to Marquise Brown. That is valid, but again, if if I'm a contender, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not selling. I think Mark I'm Andrews with for you for there. Carpets. I'm not really
0: in a hurry to sell Mark Andrews, although I, I do get what you're saying. I do think this is probably his peak in value,
2: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you sell
0: him at his peak. So, so what's so, but what are you trying to get in return for Mark Andrews right Do you now?
2: think you can get some guys you got to ride at your peak? Yeah, no,
0: you're right, that's true. But, some some guys you get for that reason.
2: Yeah, like I'm riding I'm riding I'm riding Eckler at his peak, and I'll I mean, probably ride him out until he's worthless. And,
0: and Eckler's a guy we're going to talk about later. But if you sold everybody at their peak, then you probably wouldn't. You're not going to win. Win a whole lot of championships. And why but else are you doing this?
1: I, I'm betting when I'm selling Mark Andrews, I'm betting that I can sell him to get the next guy who's going to go up to his peak. So if I'm trying to sell Mark Andrews, I think I could get T.J. Hawkinson. And a late first for Mark Andrews But you've
0: got TJ So so, And it's all about roster Well I,
1: I'm just saying If you have him No I know
0: But I'm just I, What I it, With all of these It really does I think some of these Aren't so much roster dependent This is a very roster dependent one Because You have 100% You have tight end depth so maybe, so, yeah, so on your team you can afford to get rid of Mark Andrews and get somebody and take a risk on somebody like Kyle Pitts and if he doesn't work out, you still have TJ Hawkinson who's a little bit more proven and who who you know is probably gonna be a top tier tight end for quite a few years, so you're not stuck. Like because to be honest with you, this could be Kyle Pitts this could be his values like value peak. It could be. He's valued I, higher I, I than Mark Andrews. I know you don't think so, but he hasn't really Although he has all the tools, he hasn't necessarily proven that he's going to, you know...
2: No one's proven it until they've done it. Until they've done it. No, it, you're right. He hasn't done it you're yet. You're right. And not saying that Kyle Pitts is not going to be an amazing tight end, but again, even if he's an amazing tight end, will he be worth as much as he is right now? And especially... think Will he be worth more than he is right now? He could stay this value for five years. Or well, he could... Also
1: think about this. In
0: two. Kyle Pitts is also in Atlanta. Mark Andrews is in Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore consistently has a better situation there. Much better. Right. And, and, and for the Jim future, Harbaugh. for the, at least the foreseeable John future. Harbaugh, excuse me. Yeah. Not Jim, because Jim's stayed in Michigan, because the Vikings didn't yeah. want him. Vikings didn't okay. want him. But, but if you're thinking about the next five years, you know Baltimore is going to be in a, in a better situation, because Atlanta, I mean, Matt Ryan's 33. Right? 36. Oh, he is thirty six. He yes. is thirty six years oh, old. Only thing uh, I was thinking of Stafford. Stafford's thirty three. Yes. Yep. So he, he, there you go. I proved my point for me. It's Russ he, is 30. He, you don't know. You don't know where. You don't know how long you're going to have Ryan. No. Not to mention they're not winning games. Uh, their running back is a thirty year
1: old, and uh, it's which just running back, Mark Davis or Cordarrelle? Yeah, exactly. They're both exactly. Old. Anyways, okay. Can I can I offer this up? Mark Andrews on keep trade cut is worth Tyreek Hill. We, which one are you taking? Honestly, I'm probably
0: taking Mark Andrews. What about CMC? I'm taking over, but Mark Andrews or CMC? Yeah, these are these are one Mark for Andrews. I'm taking I'm
1: taking, Mark, Mark, I'm taking Andrews. Mark Andrews there too. DK Metcalf, Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews. Trevor Lawrence,
2: Lawrence. Yeah, I'll, Trevor Lawrence. Like that's not even a question for me. No. Do you think
1: Mark Andrews will be the same value next time, this time next year? Would you a year from now? Let's say it's 2023, February 7th, 2023. Do you think you'll prefer Mark Andrews
2: or DK Metcalf? Oh, Mark Andrews, probably, few, probably Mark Andrews. Few people, I had to guess. few players, with the exception of tight ends, keep appreciating in value after twenty six Yeah, I mean, you can, you can. Running see. backs start depreciating okay. after twenty five. I'm just trying
0: to get a feel on the market because we haven't, we we haven't we you haven't, you do so you know Mark Andrews. Not even a year ago was worth more than he is now. Is he really? Yeah. This is not his. This is not his peak necessarily.
1: That's interesting. At the
0: tight end too in dynasty. Uh, not even not really positionally positionally he peaked at tight end two before and he's back up there but like value wise i mean you had him in the range of some of those upper echelon quarterbacks like in that almost case, oh i see that in that yeah.
2: case in that case he's more of a buy for me then
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean, that's what i'm thinking about because if you, you see after last year he, during I see the big dip in he December. did he dipped yeah and he dipped and dipped and dipped. He has slowly climbed his way back back up this year so I guess I see it either way. I think we've I think we've hit on the important things for this. If you're a contender, probably not selling Mark Andrews, or not in a hurry to at least. If you're not, you can definitely see why you would, because because you can get a lot of value out of them. Um, yeah, you can see it go, bo- bo- go both ways. I think Nathan and I are erring on the side of probably not selling Mark Andrews, but... Um, yeah, anything else on Andrews?
2: This is why we have no. three people, because right, yeah. you guys get different opinions, and you take all of our opinions with a grain of salt, yes. and you do what you want to do.
1: I um, I personally, right now, I offered the 108 and Mark Andrews for Kyle Pitts in a 2023 second, because I, I would prefer the Kyle Pitts side. I had Mark Andrews, and I'm trying to send him away. And I did a Twitter poll on this, and I think it was 67% Mark Andrews side.
2: That and was surprising to me based on the value and of and Kyle that, Pitts And right that now. Right. supported
1: yeah. my opinion that Mark Andrews is a sell because I think a year from now, it'll be 80% Kyle Pitts side.
2: Yeah, I get that.
1: And I I don't know if that speaks more into Kyle Pitts being We'll a see on Kyle Pitts. We're just going to have to see. Or Mark Andrews being I can't it. tell you, I can't tell you one Kyle way Pitts or the other
2: Pitts is a Kyle Kyle. patient, wait and see. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, let's move on. That was fun. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm going to do my second sell. My second sell is going to be Austin Eckler. And like I said, it, oh,
2: it, I have Eckler. Well, yeah, he's my guy.
0: I know he is, <laughs> and I don't, and actually, is a contender. with somebody as deep a roster as you have, I don't necessarily blame you for for writing him out. But here here's a, here are the here are the um, semantics with Eckler. He's going to be twenty seven in like two months, three months so so we know historically uh, there's really not a lot to say about this guy if you're looking at values of running backs in his position where they have um risen up the ranks and become one of the top um seven or eight fantasy running backs they they get to their peak they plateau and then at 27 or 28 years old they drop off so um Eckler is actually the, the the one value graph that I look at, and I do not. It's been extremely consistent, extremely stable. It's not. It's, he's not jumping up or down a lot. He's stayed relatively the same. So with him turning 27, uh, and with this being gonna be his sixth year in the league, he's valued right now as the RB seven. Um, his overall rank is 31. I just think I think for what you, I think this is your last chance probably to get. good haul for Eckler I think after this I think even just his age alone once people see that dreaded 27 which you know in in dynasty circles is known for that age when the running backs are going to start getting I think people even this offseason I think this offseason you're going to see a slight decline in his value already and then as his production decreases eventually you're not going to be able to get much for him if you if you want to get a lot for Austin Eckler now is the time to do it. This is probably, like I said, this is probably your last chance out if you want to be out. You don't have to be out. I'm not necessarily recommending you sell him in any circumstance, but he's gonna be 26. I, that's, that's all I have to say. He's eventually he's gonna deteriorate, and if history tells us anything, that that eventually is gonna be pretty soon. All right, I have
2: my question. one counter. Sorry, you oh, go no, ahead. No, no, you go, you go. Uh, go okay. Ahead, awesome. Um, now let, let's let's note here. Um, Austin Eckler is 26 years old. Yes. Austin Eckler in his career, has 607 rushing attempts. That's it. What about catches?
1: How many pa- passes? Is a lot.
2: A lot. Um, He is at, let me do the math here. Uh, it, it, uh, altogether, he'll end up being at about 1,000 touches. Okay. Which means, roughly, he'll have two... More than two years. Um, uh, I mean, th- this this is, think, is why I'm thinking. You think focusing Austin Eckler's going to be producing like this when he's 29 years old? Yes. Mm, that That is a Are produces. you serious? Cordero Patterson is 31 years old. I've okay. done oh, nothing. So, so uh, spoiler this alert, this he's my
0: third cell. That is a bad argument. That's a bad argument. Look at Cordero Patterson's usage over over what, 20 to 30. And you think Cordero Patterson's not a sell right now? He's going to be worth nothing in a year and a half.
2: So that's that's the example nothing. you use. I don't. The quarter, I'm not saying Cordell Patterson is going to last until he's 36 years old. And and, and I get the whole 1500 touches thing, but again, that's, that's not average. necessarily the
0: bottom line for for how long a running back. I think Austin Eckler won't make it to 1500. Not every running back makes it to 1500. Not every running back flames outright. right. But if some injury, make it injury could pass. Re-
2: injury could kill him because he does have some injury history. He missed almost all of last season. He has 982 total touches, including his targets. Um, or in, well, not yeah, including Catches. his targets. Um, but again, I I like the Swiss Army knife type of running backs, and I think they last longer than they do your bruisers like Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> um, and Alvin Kamara Alvin 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 boys. <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna last longer. Um, hang, one one question now the cell. I understand the sell. Uh, yeah, it, I did the, too. The, the the reason I bought Eckler is because I knew people were gonna want to sell him now before he's worth less. Yeah. Um,
1: do you think Eckler will be a top twelve fantasy running back in twenty twenty two? Top
2: twelve? Yes. Yeah. Okay, there you probably. Go. So probably.
1: With. Uh, so is, write him out This is excluding it, in, injury In Nathan's case I would write him out I, I think the sell title If people aren't realizing That this is about to happen If this dropout is impending It's going to happen Then sell him He's not going to be producing in this What, what do you think you can get For That's him right now That's a pipe right dream now. No, Right he now won't be well, Listen
0: to on. this Nathan are you, are you, If somebody offers you Austin Eckler for J.K. Dobbins Which side are you taking Oh J.K. Dobbins mm,
2: I'm taking Dobbins uh, Well
0: Austin Eckler's Ranked ahead of him
2: What about Antonio Gibson I'm taking Eckler.
0: I'm taking Gibson. Oh, I'm taking Gibson. Yeah. Why would you take Eckler over Antonio Gibson? You've got a young running back in a good situation. He's looked very good. And 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 then you've got Austin Eckler, who is literally going to be 27 years old. You have you have a chance to to turn back the clock three and a half years and exactly. start over with a guy like who's still productive. What about
2: Cam Akers? Eckler is not, or sorry, Gibson is not producing ridiculous numbers like Eckler did. Well, he's That's young. He, he's not. He'll be 24 years old going into 2020. What about Cam Akers? Well, let's get back to that in a second. Uh, I'll, I'll take acres. No, but what tell me, you, are you Avery? taking
0: acres or Eckler? If you're doing that trade one for one, which side are you taking?
2: It depends on what position I'm in. Um, if I'm a win now, I'm taking Eckler. If I'm mid grade, so you slash don't think building, I'm obviously taking. Cam so acres. you don't think Acres will produce this year? I think he'll produce this year. Yeah. What, okay. about, what about Travis Etienne? Etienne has done nothing.
1: I'll uh, take Eckler. then. I'm taking Eckler.
2: Saquon Barkley. That's 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 hard for me.
1: No, same there. I I, I think I would still lean Eckler. Elijah Mitchell.
0: I mean, you're thinking about that, and Elijah right. Mitchell is ranked. I have well, I, I have
2: both. It's interesting because I, I have Mitchell and I have Eckler. I know. I but traded in. You got both of them.
0: There wasn't really a guy on there. And these... I didn't even name anybody above Eckler. These are all guys ranked below Eckler. And you thought about each of them. And right. you said you said yes to most... I mean, you said, you said you would take the other side for most of them. I mean, I can tell you right now. I'm taking Dobbins over Eckler. I'm taking Gibson over Eckler. I'm even taking... And I don't even... I'm not super high on Cam Akers, yeah, you're and, not I'm, a and I'm Akers taking lover. I'm taking Cam Akers. There's definitely more. There's definitely more. There's more risk, but there's a lot higher reward if Akers, you know, does yeah. what okay. people.
2: But if you understand where I'm coming from, my position is I'm in a win now position, in our league, and True. I have the option of riding with Eckler, who is the number two running back behind Jonathan Taylor, with a total of three hundred and twenty six points throughout the year. Are you taking that? are you taking Gibson to ride you to the championship?
0: I'm looking at your roster, and your roster's built heavily on wide receivers. But your running back depth is nothing to write home about, especially your young running backs. Ouch sorry i mean it's not no, a, not an insult right, it's, it's how you funny. drafted it, right and it's, and a, fi- that's, it's a fine strategy you, keep, had a good, you had a good yeah. year and
2: that's why i traded in for eckler and then
0: um, and, and you did but like if i'm in your position i don't even care that i'm a contender like sometimes being a contender doesn't always mean you keep all your best players because even if you're contending if you're not thinking about the future then you can contend but then you get two years down the road and you're like crap because all the players that were that valuable two years ago now aren't worth anything so if you're trying to trade them right. gonna, you end the up ship, but
2: but why would i well, do that with running it was always what right, he didn't ship. Win the why would I do that yeah, with he didn't running win backs? The this year, yeah. Well,
0: and and, and b- because believe it or not, running
2: backs do have some value, even though you don't think yes, so. No, they have they have <laughs> value. I I don't think they're valueless. I gave up a <laughs> first round pick in Michael Carter for Austin Eckler, which I think was that's underpaying. A steal. For think yeah, that, that was that's, a steal. Yeah, but. I'm not going in the off season and making all these running back moves to acquire running backs that I don't even know how they're going to do. I'm buying the valuable running backs from teams that aren't contending in the middle of the year, and I, am, I don't care how old they are unless they're, like, over 27 years old with 1,200 touches. I'm taking guys like Eckler. I'm taking guys like Joe Mixon, who I actually didn't take. But those are the guys I would consider taking in the middle of the year, are so you,
0: then go to the show. Are you taking the 101 this year or Austin Eckler?
2: The 101? or I, I'm not taking one first round pick for Eckler. No. Especially not the 22 first.
0: For a 26-year-old running back, you're not going to take a first rounder?
2: No. Uh, I'll take Eckler there. The, he's the not, first, the He's f- f- worth way more than a 22 first. He's worth, for 2022, oof, yeah, I mean the the value is almost the same, and actually favors on um, keep trade cut that, that's the first round picks, but that's, that's crowdsourced, I and
0: agree. I I disagree. Yeah, but, but Eckler is the RB seven. Would you take? Are you taking Justin Fields or Eckler in a trade right now?
2: Almost every time I am taking the quarterback, unless they're a bad quarterback. What about T, what
0: about T Higgins?
2: You know how much I love wide receivers. These are the kind of guys that's, you can get for Eckler right yeah, now. Yeah, I'll. I'll so b- I'll probably take. Tim I don't. Higgins, I don't necessarily care board, if you're a contender. And then I'll end up trading for a running back
0: in the middle of this. I don't season. necessarily care if you're a contender. If you can get somebody like that for your team right now, but He's and the reason sell. I say That's what you're and the He's reason I say I can get guys. and the He's reason I brought up running backs is because for your roster makeup, if you can get right. ETN plus, which you can right now, you can. I mean, I would personally advise you to do that.
1: If you could go to Double D hmm. right now and trade Austin Eckler for ETN and. And something on top. I don't even know you who can. else he has. You can. According to this, you I, can. I would do that. Yeah, that, That's absolutely. interesting that
2: you guys... Double you D's is the team in our league. I'm surprised that you brought Austin Eckler up at all because he is one of the rocks that I never even thought about trading in the offseason. And now, I mean, you brought up some valid points.
0: I, and it's fine. Like I said, it's not a bad strategy for you to write him out. Right. But if you, you got to know that that... that that cutoff he will is be valueless coming, once I that, ride him out. That Absolutely. that cutoff to trade him for this value is coming right. up so quick. Uh-huh. You're gonna, I mean, you've got to, you've yeah. got to think about that this offseason. Yeah. So, not like I said, not every, not every position, you know, roster wise, like all of these, but this is going to be the last. Like I said, this is you are almost. This is going to be your last exit ramp for trading Austin Eckler at elite for elite value and for other elite players like T Higgins. So, that's that's all I'm saying. And hey. it, And I do love my wide receivers. I know. What's our time out? Uh, we've probably got
2: It was a little bit after 8 when we started, I think. Yeah.
0: We've probably
1: got 10 more minutes left. Okay. So, so let's let's hurry through these all last right. three. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right, so my second buy uh or sorry, excuse me, my second sell Come is on, with Cam Akers, which we just talked about. Yep. Cam Akers. I know you guys may disagree with me on this. Let let, let me just say this um and, and hear what you guys I agree with you. Hear what your response is. Goodbye, Jared Goff. Hello, Matt Stafford. Passing game, what you're saying. Yeah, Can't make
1: much... I can catch. I'm selling Cam Akers too. I don't know why you'd think I disagree with that. Cam Akers is
0: another example. He came back from his Achilles injury miraculously. I will say, congrats on a great recovery. We wish you the best. Absolutely. But he came back and looked good for 18 carries or whatever he had. He looked good and he looked explosive, and everybody freaked out. Look at his va- look at his value. He's the definition of a of a dynasty sell. He's the definition of it. Right. And, yep. not, and there are people There are very respected people In this community That don't think that About Cam Akers That think he's the real deal Like Simon uh, I'm respected I'm
1: talking about More respected yes. people than Simon. <laughs> um,
2: more respectable
1: Cam Akers right now Is the RB10 On Cape Trade Cut And what has he done I mean he it, And
2: Oh, oh what And is I he, cannot believe He's being valued Ahead of some yeah, of the guys that's, Behind yeah, him that is, I can't that is believe ridiculous. it I think he deserves <laughs> even, I think he has nowhere to go Even guys like David Montgomery Are being valued What has Cam Akers done his? To deserve that I he's know looked he looked ha- incredible.
0: Uh, when? He's looked incredible. Did you incredible watch that game against a, the Cardinals? Yes, I guy, watched the one game.
2: For a guy that again. came back from an Achilles injury, that is impressive. But put the Achilles aside, what is he producing in that game? Did you see how many fantasy points he actually scored in that game? Yeah, in we are, we are playing almost 50 fantasy yards they, they back Less than for 10 points. points.
1: Okay. Okay, what about the next game? So he's he had 15. two fumbles. He, looks terrible. In the next game. he looked terrible. He looked bad in that game. game. But guess who else looked bad against the Bucks? Derrick Henry. Oh no, he didn't play them this year. Jonathan Taylor. He looked pretty bad against the Bucks, remember?
2: (laughs) They didn't give him the ball. That's that's not a good point. I'm looking at looking okay. at. The, Remember, he played um, out of his mind on the last. Looking possession.
0: at the 30 day risers, looking around he's around. The Cam isn't Cam he didn't fumble the ball. Twice. No, he's not the highest. Gabe Davis is the highest. Oh really? And Cam Akers is the second. These are the okay. t- these are the two definitions of dynasty sales. If you have these players and you can get what like keep trade cut is telling you, you can get out of them. Get do it. them what they're do valued at
1: now. Get them. Get them now. Okay. Because it's a spike. It's you a value said spike. Cam Akers is RB 10. Austin Eckler is RB 7. You're taking Cam Akers, right, Avery? Yeah, but that has more to do with how okay. how I think. Yeah, that's so, to do with who with do you want? Longevity. Acres yeah. or Dalvin Cook?
2: Dalvin.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Acres, 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 or acres is four years younger. Well, okay. Kamara just got Kamara arrested. Kamara just got arrested. Yeah. Or taking, or, before acres. he got tr- before he got arrested. I'm taking. I'm still taking Acres over Nick Chubb. Okay, but then yes. you get into I, so oh, over Nick he, Chubb. Absolutely. This is okay. right where
1: he belongs. He belongs in the RB ten range until he no, proves himself. No, 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 no. Listen, I think he could finish as RB five six keep going down the list but he
2: can also because that because
0: that you know that that uh, section okay. of those running backs is not super good right so then you get to saquon i'm taking saquon over kim Akers. oh
2: yeah and that's the thing is you can say as i'm a, taking etn over Akers. you can say as an rb10 really? 10 that he can oh. jump up to five and six but he can also jump up jump down no you're right the 20s he can. elijah mitchell wasn't even it probably even included on this list and now he's top twenty. Elijah Mitchell is running back nineteen. Running back. I'm 19. taking
0: Elijah Mitchell over Kim Akers. Oh yes. no! Absolutely, way. I agree. You're the only one. You know, you're the only one that thinks that. Like hey, out of the out of the and, and of here, out of the three of us. Here's, Obviously, here's the crowdsource the, the crowdsource data agrees with you here.
1: But yeah, I don't. are gonna eat your words <laughs> this time next year. He'll <laughs> yeah, be a top when, five when he tours Achilles again. We'll listen to this. And this Oh. That would oh I'd be I'd feel so bad for the guy. Well, yeah, okay, but that
2: was interesting. If you if you look at Cam Akers' injury history and in the short amount of time he's played, he tore his Achilles going into this season. He hasn't had a chance to get hurt because he's played only two games. In his rookie season, he had two pretty serious injuries where he only played twelve games. He missed he missed four games and some pretty pretty serious injuries. So did Elijah Mitchell this year. He he hurt his finger. <laughs> no, he was out he was it's out hard like, to carry the ball when you hurt your <laughs> that finger that's easy to fix he was out like three demarco or four murray times. Was, was fine with a broken hand sometimes i mean fingers you don't know how much you use your thumb until you hurt your thumb and it's like dude it's I, I can't do anything um <clears throat> that i'm not worried about at all but yeah i'm, I'm taking elijah Mo- mitchell over cam makers and here's my reasoning why um let, let's let's talk about some other teams here that uh that have to do with dynamic running back duos cam Akers. i am not saying is a bad running back though his average is questionable um even though i know you don't like averages well i don't like averages either nick chubb and kareem hunt nick chubb was incredibly valuable going into this year he was going in the first round of startup dynasty draft that was so wrong that was a crime and guess who ruined that injury but also kareem hunt Second team, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. Javante Williams, honorable mention as a sell for me because of Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon took away from the points that he could have scored in the red zone. And uh, finally, what's the other duo that I had? Uh, oh, I mean I mean the Rams. Cam Akers, and then you have Sonny Michelle, and Darrell Henderson, who are not the equivalent Trash to
1: can running backs, bro.
2: Sonny Michel had 47 red zone touches this year that's ninth in the NFL it's your classic James Conner situation right and classic James Conner he would have not if Cam Akers was my there. reasoning for selling Cam Akers is not because Cam Akers is bad it's what Michelle and or Henderson will be taking away from Cam Akers in the red zone specifically
0: well that's a good point too it's not I hadn't even thought
2: about that no, that is oh. the main reason why I am selling Cam Makers is because of what they will take away I, I think from Cam Makers. Believe
0: it or not, and and stuff and 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 value opinions tend to spread very quickly in the Dynasty community. Cam Makers is a guy that everyone's just freaking out about right now.
2: Everyone's rooting for him. I want him oh, to Oh, yeah, so well. I'm rooting for him and too. Fantasy-wise, I hope I'm right, but also success-wise, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he out outproduces expectations. We wish but him nothing but amazing. the best, but he's, he is, he his is definition the of a cell.
0: definition of a sell. And, to be and honest, he hasn't really proven that he can be a top-tier fantasy running back. Not this, yet. No, you're right. Uh, this I'm, does not I'm, And so, him. And so neither has Travis
1: Etienne. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll take Cam Akers just based on off of his potential, off of the offense that he's in. Okay. And I think and you said your you're worried about the red zone touches. I think he'll be the DeAndre Swift, and he will get the red zone touches. It doesn't matter. He could have Sonny Michelle and Daryl Henderson taking all the touches between the 20s. I think he'll get the red zone touches and he'll get the touchdowns. I think he's a better running back. He's capable running and catching. And I could see him this time next year being running back 5, 6, maybe even 4. I could see him being that high in Dynasty. I could also but, see him dropping down but to RB25. you are right. He's a, If you're not willing to accept the risk, sell him right now. If you can get... Antonio Gibson for Cam Akers, they're right side by side. If you can do that trade, taking Gibson. I, I, I would not yeah, hate you taking, taking, I'm taking Gibson, Gibson there. If you could trade Cam Akers for J.K. Dobbins, do that. Please oh. do that. But if you're willing to ride out the risk, I personally have him in, this, in the league that I'm with the two of you in, and I'm riding him because I don't think I can. No one's giving me what is going to convince me to not just ride out the risk that comes right, with him
2: right all right i feel like we're beating the dead horse here let's nope, move right. on and let's get our uh, last three cells okay. in here yeah, yeah, you know, yeah i right. would just love to keep talking about this for another hour yeah sure and we're not we we're not pressed for time or, or anything
0: here. so it's okay, okay. It's, it's all right. good let's go um
1: my last one this one man we've had a lot of controversial players i know this is trey lance who I understand is the baby of the Dynasty community right now. I'm
2: 1,000% on your back with this. I have Ooh, your back. I was going to say, you're on his back? On uh, oh, <laughs> stop. I'm in the studio. Yeah. I, th- I can
0: confirm that Nathan is not physically on his back. Can we yeah. please
2: edit this out? Ooh. Stop making um, noises. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely stop. leaving it okay. we're, we're editing it <laughs> out. Oh,
1: please leave it in. Oh, it's, yeah, <laughs> they're going to hear all this. It's staying in. <laughs> all right. Okay, so Trey Lance, everyone loves him right now. The Dynasty nerds are my favorite <laughs> Dynasty creators. Held a poll. On Twitter for the rookie quarterbacks and which one will have the best fantasy career. 35% of, of people participating voted for Trey right, 35% Ops. of four options. Of four options. Okay,
0: time out. They're not, t- it's they're bonkers. Are you, shut is, up. How is it bonkers? <laughs> let me keep going. No, yeah. no, no. no, no let's, s- let's let him ke- stop. No, because I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the poll. Okay. Oh, I thought you it's, were going right, to say It is 16 people. N- the poll? Yeah, it was 16 people. No, no the no, Dynasty, nerds Dynasty Nerds poll was a like lot a more. Thousand. Oh, right. Why is it Why is it that outlandish to assume that somebody who was picked in the first round of a draft, who they have seen in two games, who didn't play that bad, could have the best fantasy... Well, tell me. Tell it, me he played bad. Do it. fantasy He played bad. He had, he had 20
1: points in each <laughs> of those <laughs> games. Okay. We're uh, longevity.
0: About, we're talking about fantasy football.
1: Yeah,
2: Shanahan he, doesn't so like him.
1: So, I think Trey Lance is going to be a slightly better version of Jalen Hurts. But it doesn't matter We're not talking about We're not NFL GMs We're 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 GMs for our fantasy team I still would take Justin Fields Or Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence Over Trey Lance All day
0: And so And a third of the people On that poll agree with you But it's not outlandish For a third of people To think that Trey Lance Could possibly have Better fantasy careers Than both of those quarterbacks They haven't
1: seen him play He's a so Yeah exactly You haven't seen him play He's being valued Would you Oh my gosh If I could trade Trey Lance For Trevor Lawrence One for one Please let, let me do that right now. Yes. Give me Trey Lance. Every yes. single, if I had 100 sure. yes. Dynasty teams, I would trade
2: Trey Lance yes. for Trevor Lawrence and 99 of them. And why are you doing that? Maybe game for game, maybe in, in in the best of worlds, maybe Trey Lance is scoring more game for game than Lawrence is, but you know who's lasting longer. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence by a long time. I don't know. Shot. People would have said that about Andrew Luck. You never know. And you can't, can't you complete you never know. a
0: different story. You never He know. went out on his own and You're right. That's
1: why. This, but people do the, that. That's the thing here is people are saying the grass is always greener. They haven't seen Trey Lance play yet. We have seen Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. No, b- and none of them were incredible. So we're just hoping that Trey Lance right. will Those be. Those guys were not. But. but let's let's just compare Trevor Lawrence who was for a long time now. He's been considered the next great thing. So let's compare Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence. Trey Lance this year. well, Well, right now he's the QB8 on keep trade cut. Trevor Lawrence is the QB9, meaning you can trade Trey Lance for Trevor Lawrence one for one straight up and, and get a little bit on top. You get a, I don't know, you get the f- lowest rookie pick you possibly round pick. can. Yeah, exactly. But Trey Lance on 71 pass attempts, and I know what Avery's going to say, that's a small sample size. Trey Lance on 71 pass attempts had 11 interceptable passes. Not 11 interceptions, but 11 interceptable passes. Bad that's a, passes. Yeah. So that, that's a stat from player playerprofiler.com that determines whether the passes could or should have been intercepted or not. Trevor Lawrence had 602 passing attempts with 50 interceptable passes. That 50 led the league, so yes, Trevor Lawrence was bad. However, Trey Lance, his interception rate, his interceptable pass rate was 15.5%. Trevor Lawrence His was 8.3% So Trey Lance That's just, a 7-to-1 yes. ratio
2: Of um, yeah. good passes to bad passes Versus and Lawrence Are a you, you seriously basing this on
0: two games? Are you guys nuts? Seriously, you're basing this on two games 71 pass attempts Sa- I, I understand
1: Are you 71 serious? compared to 602 It's a small sample size I, But twice as that's, many that's interceptable just, that's passes just
2: one, That's just one point Not to mention the fact yeah, that Shanahan I doesn't going. like him
1: you want me to keep going?
0: But it doesn't matter. You want me to keep it going? Matters. They're, They're trading Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to start. It doesn't yes. matter if he doesn't like him or not because this he's going to play. This is my section
1: of the show, boys. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his true completion percentage, Trey Lance, 60.3. Trevor Lawrence, 66.2. He's played two games. I'm. Uh, I'm. Okay, we're not doing this.
2: Sample size. I'm going to keep going because this is me.
0: Stop it with the stats. He has played two games. He had a QB rating of zero on the air. How did he have a QB rating of zero? Show me that.
1: He had a QB rating of zero. I can actually show you that right now. Because because he didn't necessarily play terrible. QB rating of zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, Trevor Lawrence was also bad. He had a QB rating of thirty three point six. Also bad. Okay. But okay. His, I'm looking. His, I'm looking on CBS Sports right now, and
0: and Trey Lance's QB rating was ninety seven point
1: three. The QBR. Yeah. Look on playerprofile.com. It, this is over every, okay. not just the full games that he played. I'm saying, he also had the 8th best game script in Lance, the league. Trey Lance, on ESPN, it says
0: 33.4. So that's obviously wrong. There's no way he had 0. 33.6. I'm talking about Trey Lance. Oh QBR. are oh, there three I'm, different
2: I'm kinds of QBRs?
0: Yeah, well, because are, there really the are, I think there's two main kinds. I, I, the it. one See, we're referring it. to, though... Trey Lance had the same. I so in which makes, Anyways. which makes sense cuz he had a 57% completion percentage, which isn't terrible. He had a 5 to 2 touchdown interception ratio. But we're talking okay. why does it matter? Okay. We're talking about two regular season games. Okay. In 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 a, in, a, in a on a team where the offense was not designed for him, he was not supposed to play. Jimmy Garoppolo was out. Okay? So it's not like they were building their team around him. There's not like they were scheming around him. He stepped in, he showed you in two games that he can score 20 plus fantasy points a game even when he doesn't play well. So I, I don't care about stats.
2: Okay, so take two okay. games. Take away the stats, take away the sample size, take away everything. I'll take Trevor
0: Lawrence. Are you taking Trevor Lawrence or Trey Lance? For I'm probably taking Trevor Lawrence. Yes. So okay, okay right now, but it's but it's not crazy to think for people to think that No, but I'm saying right that now, Trey Lance could end up having a better fantasy career because he could because Jalen Hurts, he's a good example. He has a he had a better fantasy season than than than
1: even Trevor Lawrence. That's but still I'd rather surprising. take an actual good quarterback. So right now, I would trade Trey Lance for Trevor Lawrence straight up in a heartbeat. You can do Dak Prescott, Trey Lance for Jack Prescott. We're doing that immediately, right? You can trade Trey Lance in a late first for Russell know. Wilson. I don't know. Why wouldn't you hold him? Why would you not I hold don't, him? I don't want that risk. I don't think he's a good quarterback. His true passer rating, he was the uh, third right here, pick. is 46.4. His uh, true passer. I mean, was. what has given you? Carson what, Wentz was the second. Have pick. you looked at Trey Lance's college numbers? Because really, that's the yes, only. Yes, sta- he had he had forty touchdowns and zero interceptions his freshman year. So that's what incredible. what is
0: tipping you off that he might be a bust? Because look at his Shanahan's you, you attitude
2: every time he talks about him. He didn't move good as a quarterback. In the fact and that, that the Niners, know. the Niners went to the NFC Championship with Jimmy Garoppolo, and Trey Lance, guys. You know it's bad when Dan Orlovsky is making a big deal about Trey Lance making a good read in the Red Zone in the preseason and and, and that's that's pretty much the only play that he could come up with. because Trey Lance is that much of a developmental player. He is so he, he's so further back than Trevor Lawrence is right now. Trevor Lawrence is so so ahead of Trey Lance. Yeah,
0: yeah, because Trevor Lawrence played amazing this season
1: No, that's what I'm saying I was comparing two Urban bad minor. quarterbacks Two quarterbacks who had bad seasons Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence They were both bad And Justin Fields Yes, but for people uh, to think that that, that Trey Lance doesn't—if you think tra- Trey Lance doesn't even have the potential to be better than those two, at, like and from a fantasy I think perspective, he does. But the fact that thirty-five percent of people are saying that—that's a think third. You can, immediately, you can immediately go and sell him. You're saying, "Oh my, people are really valuing him highly without him doing anything to prove it." I Look, think people are saying they're attracted to his legs. This is you're like just, just said this guys, about Cam Akers. He hasn't done anything to prove it yet.
0: So okay, sell him but, qu- but
1: it's a little bit different Because it's a quarterback Quarterbacks
0: have to be valued And, and evaluated differently Okay so what about Trevor Lawrence Where do you think Trevor Lawrence Was valued this time last year? This time last year Probably about QB. Probably in the same darn spot yeah. And what are you yeah. saying about him now? I, I still it's believe It's the same him. situation But you wouldn't have said last year To sell Trevor Lawrence would you? To sell Trevor Lawrence? Yeah No and I'm not saying no. to sell him now but why, Okay well Trey Lance is in the exact same situation Except he's on a better team So And with better weapons So why would you say to sell him now? At worst, he's a hole. I, I just, I, I just don't. I guess I don't really get it. But regardless, um, I'm you're not going to change my. Mind. I, I don't. I don't
1: hate you for thinking that. I understand. And I mean, Dynasty is a game, and it's a game for a reason. Is because we all disagree, and we're trying to get an op- upper hand on each other. And we're, there's someone who has to come out on top. And at some point, someone's going to be wrong. Someone's got to be right, and that's how you win. And yeah, yeah let's move on
0: right uh so my last uh sell here is going to be corduerelle patterson uh probably doesn't surprise you i don't think it's going to surprise any of you guys um Mm. it no it's actually kind of amazing that corduerelle patterson still has any value at all he's an anomaly yeah i mean so just talking you know from a semantic standpoint he's got he's 30 years old so you know the touches thing it does matter but it doesn't really i mean in this case it's not going to matter a whole lot He, you know, I'm looking at you know a trade calculator and and his value adjacent um, receivers or even players. I'm seeing guys like Curtis Samuel, uh, Tyler Huntley, Kenny Galladay, Kyle Trask, uh, wide receivers KJ Osborne. Like if I'm picking between KJ Osborne and Cordell Patterson, why are you? I mean, you'd everybody, you guys are picking KJ Osborne, right? Right now, absolutely.
2: If
1: if come this especially if, with him being so old. If we're week 12 of the season in 2022 and CPAT is still scoring like he was last year, I'm taking him over all of these players. But he has to do that again for us to start to value him again.
2: I don't even know if he does this again. I don't I don't that's higher, why that's why we we if he, he will. if he does it again, I'm not value, valuing him any higher at the end of the season no. because again, he's not getting any younger and even though he's an anomaly, it's got to end it's, at some point. It's nature. Like guys aren't as good past their prime, especially as wide receivers and running backs past thirty-two. At the oldest, yeah, you
0: except for Brady. You, Brady kind of that's what the, I was. Thinking the, he's not that. a
2: cor- he's he's not a running back. Or no, running I know, receiver but he's, he's not even a player in the NFL right. anymore. And obviously, kickers can play until they're sixty-five because although the
0: there's not gonna be another Vinny you can't convince me otherwise
2: uh, McPherson v- baby
0: Vinny's the goat Clutch. Are you, how are you already putting McPherson in the
2: same
1: conversation hey, as Vinny he is the, the greatest
2: of all time <laughs> <laughs> okay uh can we move on uh, I hope that, yeah. was, that yeah. was probably the easiest sell that we could all yeah on. well
0: and and, and just to, to finish up on that I'm looking at his value adjacent players and I think plus or minus you know 15 spots here if I if there's any youth there, I'm probably buying the youth here. I mean, I like yeah,
2: I said, I think he's the, eventually the he's going to be valueless. I mean, even guys like so. Dare I say Rager? Oh, dare I say it? Who, Ooh, you should
1: do that. Who do that who, who
0: who a, an actual NFL GM thought that Rager was going to be better than Justin Jefferson?
1: Anyways, what's your yeah. last sell,
2: Nathan? My last sell is Tony Pollard. And really, it's a similar argument to Cam Akers. This is pretty self-explanatory. I'm betting you guys agree with me on this. Um, <clears throat> Avery, you're looking at me like you're a little bit confused. I don't
0: think I've thought about this one as a sell yet.
2: Now. The, uh, convince me. Okay, let me convince you. And and a lot of it is going to be the same reason as Cam Akers, except I think it's a, a little bit more valid because we have more of a sample size from Tony Pollard equaling an entire year. Um, Tony Pollard has been playing this whole season, pretty much out of his mind uh zeke has been playing out of his mind the other way uh he's just been bad and he's getting paid 90 million dollars for it he's been playing into his mind he's yeah and he's 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 bad he's been playing the opposite of poorly now (laughs) let's 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 address the fact that zeke was playing with a torn pcl for 13 games yeah and
0: are you serious yes i saw that Oh, no. Maybe I shouldn't have traded him yes. for Deshaun Watson.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Pollard. Tony Pollard is stuck in Dallas with Ezekiel Elliott for the foreseeable future. Tony Pollard is going to be a, an unrestricted free agent after this season. Tony Pollard will have to stay in Dallas. No one is going to pay him what he might want. His his best option is going to be to stay in Dallas. They're going to pay him. He <clears throat> He was worth he's worth almost nothing his rookie contract was worth almost nothing Dallas even though their cap space is not promising they can probably get him for pretty cheap as a running back too I'm looking at a higher end sort of Naheem Hines production from Tony Pollard for the foreseeable future Hines had a really good season last year in 2020 he did not do as well this year I see Tony Pollard kind of doing the same thing he'll obviously be more valuable than a Naheem Hines as an RB2 but I don't think he's going to be any more valuable than he is right now, and for that reason, I would argue that you should sell him, um, especially with the fact that Zeke, in his horribleness, still was the RB 6 this year from touchdowns alone, and they they just... Dallas has to do it. They're, they're paying him that much money to do that, and, and you have to give him the ball, and they're going to be doing that in the red zone because he's a bruiser, and if he can only bruise people 10 times a game they're gonna do it when they're in the red zone to score a touchdown I I
0: think I actually agree with you here Um, now as as an Ezekiel Elliott owner this season I have to admit Tony Pollard frustrated the tar out of me because yeah. I constantly would play him and right. lose because not not solely because of this but but lose the the Ezekiel Elliott Tony Pollard matchup because he mm-hmm. was doing things like returning kicks and getting red zone touches yeah. and but at the same time I mean I'm looking at some guys that I'm I mean the the the, mm-hmm. the the next best value based thing on keep trade cut below Tony Pollard is a 2023 early second and I'm taking the 2023 early second actually
2: yeah
1: uh, yes yeah, yeah
0: please. Please. and Absolutely. even Dawson Knox I'm taking Dawson Knox oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh Kader Dawson Knox is undervalued. Tony Michael Thomas. Dawson
2: Knox honorable mention. Even Cortland
0: buy. Sutton. Like I, I know Cortland Sutton's not been the hottest name recently, but with the up with the potential upside there that they're going to get a better quarterback, I would take him over Tony Pollard right I now. I would too. Uh, Juju Tyler Lockett, Ramondre Stevenson, Michael Gallup, uh, Leonard Fournette. Even as somebody like a veteran that I would probably bring in because I think Leonard Fournette is definitely going to get RB at least be RBA a starting one. running back pr- like production wise right, this that's year.
2: better than an rb2 any day
0: and then guys like davis mills is technically below tony pollard like there's some risk there but Ooh, but probably baby prob- davy yeah and alexander madison gasecki is down there uh chase edmonds is down there carson oh, wins chase. is down there oh, like carson cole, bench cole can cole comet I'm Uh, taking any mid-grade quarterback I mean these are guys that are way below him Hunter Henry Irv Smith Jr. Khalil Herbert Daryl Henderson Levishka
1: Chenault like I'm Josh yeah. Palmer. <laughs> yeah, we get the point. Yeah. Oh, Josh Palmer. Oh, never mind. You call me keep Almost going.
2: Every single one <laughs> of those players that you said I'm one hundred percent taking over. I, I, I don't
1: I don't think you're and gonna also, get much pushback on this.
2: Yeah, also keep in mind that Pollard is twenty four years old. He will be twenty-five next year, which is when running backs start losing their value after their twenty-five year old season, which is why I would argue you, you don't sell say. him now, before the start of the season, when he doesn't do as well as last year, when Zeke is healthy. And still sucks, but he's going to be taking a lot of the carries.
0: Say what you said again about running backs after twenty-five. They'd how old Austin
2: Eckler? Austin Eckler is twenty-six years old. What?
0: But how old will he be in like?
2: He'll be twenty-seven.
0: Oh, okay. So right. like, but you think he's going to be producing at this level until he's twenty-nine? You yes. said that. I All mean, right, guys. I I on the record. Yes, on I know. that note, <laughs> I, know. I think it's about <laughs> time to wrap this up. Yeah. So. Um, let us know um, let us know on Twitter let us know wherever if you think we're stupid who you agree with who you disagree with obviously we don't agree on everything um, but like I said, we, we yeah, find we yeah I know we, we find no, little boy. ground on most of it and um, yeah that we was a, that was a good sales episode maybe we'll do another bonus buy sell content episode here sometime soon yeah. we're, th- we're thinking Within about the it next few months. we're thinking about it we're doing like i said um we we, we kind of introduced this last week but we're going to do some off-season based shows um right now and um yeah well, that was that was fun so we'll, we're going to see you next week um thanks for joining us thanks for listening this has been Thank Dynasty Domain. see you
2: guys see you guys later